0: I got a feeling. Today is the day. Today is the day. I can feel him this time. I can feel him. Hello and welcome to Judging It By The Cover, the show where we try to guess the movie before we see it. The premise is that everyone besides me, the host, will try to guess the film before we actually know what it's about. The joke is the movie I picked for them, everyone to watch is something no one in the right minds would imagine. These aren't necessarily terrible movies, just movies that are baffling in some form and, and completely unpredictable. All right, so we've got two returning guests from our first episode. Hi, I'm Phil. I'm Kevin. I'm Krista. And we've got two new guests. I'm Daryl. I'm Joe. And I'm your host, Sly. If you're new to the show and the Franz Radio website, welcome. If you're a fan of our older stuff, this is actually the first of a new wave of content uh, we're going to be trying out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, if you're a fan of the anime Evangelion, we're actually doing a review of the Evangelion anime in December. We'll be reviewing every episode from the perspective of two people who never saw the show, one person who was somewhat met on the series, and one person who loved it. Our first episode will be out during the first week of December. Right, Daryl?
1: Yes, indeed.
0: That's
2: the best news I've heard all week.
1: Yeah, I, I'm the old Evangelion fan. I bring three idiots in with me and see what they think of the series.
2: Good job, Shinji. So, uh, what do you guys know about the movie we're
0: going to cover?
1: Let's uh, start with our newbie. What is, what is the movie we're going to cover? Say the name. Oh,
0: so, who who knows it? Out of all of you, Serenity. Okay. You said Serenity. I don't know the director though. Okay, so against we'll the director, so that, okay. only Kevin knows. So Kevin knows Serenity. He is correct. Well, do you know? So, none you, of you know anything about the movie, right? I I know the Firefly. That's going to Serenity. <laughs> I I'm like the that. Firefly movie, but I
3: think you would not put that as this show's episode no. as the movie. So,
2: <laughs> I mean, that would be interesting because I've actually never seen the show. So, just going into the movie, just going in
0: blind. Yes, that would be interesting. Yeah. But nope, This has nothing to do with Joss Whedon or Firefly or any of that stuff. Ah, we have some key info. I'm taking notes. No
1: Joss Whedon. Does not have to do with these things. <laughs> Does it share any actors, though?
0: So, so I know this the title is super generic and uninteresting at all, but yeah. does it give you any hint about what you're in for? Do you, do you get any uh any kind of hint from that or, or a drama?
2: Or? Drama, okay, that's that's all I got. You guys got? Uh, I'm gonna say it's it's a romantic comedy about uh, finding peace within yourself.
4: And there's like some kind I, of like large a large body of water that's just like super calm.
2: Interesting. Yeah, we're we're in art house now.
1: On this, you can't make a movie about that. <laughs> You at least need a house by that lake to make a lake house.
4: No, it's totally vacant, just body of water. (laughs) The all-time
2: great Keanu Reeves movie, The Lake House.
1: There's, There's not enough to it. Like, I usually need to know who you're casting in it or who the director is before I get a feeling.
5: Uh, what about you, Kevin? You also like Daryl, nothing. I honestly uh, cannot divorce it from space things because I feel like there's there's the Firefly thing, but also I feel like there's a couple other movies where like their ship is named Serenity or something. So that's like. Firefly, isn't it? <laughs> it's called Serenity because the ship is called Serenity from Firefly. Everyone's yeah. just <laughs> expecting Firefly at this point.
3: <laughs> yeah, just where? Okay, bring in Joss Whedon. our, our special guest tonight, <laughs> Joss Whedon. Yeah, so you guys actually
0: guessed right. We're actually doing the Serenity 2015. I lied. No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, the, the getting to the cast and creator of this movie. So, the creator and director, the writer and director, is a, a man named Stephen Knight. I don't know if any of you know him. He's kind of a he's a, a, a Academy Award nominated writer. He wrote uh, Easter Provinces with uh, Vicka Mortensen. Oh, I saw that. It's a good movie. All right, so so again, that's good because I've not seen any of his movies, and I'm a, I'm a I haven't ne- seen that. I'm a neophyte who's not seen any of these running <laughs> around movies he's known for. So it's gonna be interesting to have Phil's opinion on this. Uh, Lock with Tom Hardy, and a movie called Dirty Pretty Things. I'm not impressed by any of these films. (laughs) (laughs) Eastern Promises?
2: Nor have I seen any of them.
3: Decent, but Viggo Mortensen is fully naked in it, like you see his dick. Just say so you that. Know. Wow! All right, now I'm
5: interested. <laughs> now, now we're hyped. He naked for the...
3: fights a guy in a sauna or something. To the I, death. Is there a nudity in this <laughs> movie that we're going to view? I, I could be right. He, he does. <laughs> it. I can't give anything away. We'll, we'll see. That's that's a good that's a good teaser at least for this director. Yeah, writer. especially because he like, got okay. he got a big name <laughs> actor to be full full front to
2: show with. his big name. A big
0: name. <laughs> there's,
2: there's something big there. All right. <laughs> so, so
0: uh, Phil, f- 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 knowing Eastern Promises, what makes you think of this movie? What you're in for with this movie? uh
3: I, I'm like, it's it was a dark, gritty, crimey movie, so I'm like it could be that, but I, I, he might do different kinds of movies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, so you you think it
0: might go into that direction? But it might be bucking the trend.
3: Well, it makes me more confident in my thing theory
0: that it's like a drama or some kind of serious film. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the actors in this movie are uh, Matthew McConaughey and Hathaway. I think those are the only two uh, uh, any of you guys know. There are other big name actors like, uh, what's his, uh, Digimon Hansu. I don't know if that's his name. And... Digimon Hansu? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to have our uh, one of our newcomers uh, take a look at the poster and make some evaluations based on that. And so first we'll have Daryl. Describe the poster for us. All right. First, can I just say
1: when you said it's Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey in this movie, I immediately jumped to romance just because of Matthew McConaughey. I was like, okay, clearly we're doing like romance now because I I mean, True Detective and uh, wasn't he Wolf of Wall Street? Or is that just like, he was of
0: Wall Street. That's, that's, a, that's a romance, for sure,
1: for sure. No, but like he, I know he there's like he he can do like drama stuff. I primarily think of him as women love him for all the rom com stuff. So I'm like, you pair him with Anne Hathaway, it's like they have to kiss at some point. That's just like I mean
2: they, like, I mean they can, but it might not be funny. All right,
0: so that's a good point actually. So before the poster. What do you guys uh, think of any, any, anyone else get any pings uh, knowing that uh, the, uh, Anne Halfway and Matthew McConaughey is in this, Actually, I no? took
2: the reverse of Daryl. I actually thought it was much more dark because I don't think he's done anything funny like post-True oh, Detective. Yeah. Like, that's I remember he's in point. this weird movie my brother showed me um, where he's like uh, some convict in Mississippi. And we thought it was going to be like a more of a feel-good movie, and it absolutely wasn't. <laughs> um, so... Like, I kind of took the reverse of Daryl. I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be a dark, gritty movie because he only makes dark, gritty movies and sells cars now. Okay, so Daryl will describe the poster, and then we'll get into all this.
1: Okay, we have two people on the poster that are divided by a red, like, tear in paper. We have Matthew McConaughey to, look, to the left, looking left, and Anne Hathaway to the right, looking right, and they're both, like, backwashed in all this, like, white, so it's very, like, pure white background it looks like they're both wearing white shirts and you just have that red terror in the paper between them and it leads to a trail of a boat like it's the water being left in the wake of a boat's path and i'm not sure what to make of this i'm like okay now i'm thinking of that <laughs> the movie with what's his name chris pratt and um the one about the space romance one where i'm like these are two people like trapped in one spot together and they have to get along so now i'm like less of a drama and more of like a they're trapped in a movie poster so there's
4: water so i was am right
3: I, that water is probably blood so it's probably like a
0: right this is a blood that's wake
2: blood though that's am i allowed to look at the poster
0: yeah so yeah I to say so everyone jumped ahead but was <laughs> supposed to look at it first everyone else looks at it
2: after but now that's okay so everyone can now Guys, come on. Am I, I, I'm new. I'm, I'm following the rules, okay?
0: Speaking of the rules, what, what, is, it, what is the tagline on this poster? Whoever wants, oh, Joe, you go read it first. Oh, yeah, fi- well,
2: finally, i got to take a look at this poster now. Just I blame Kevin because on. he clicked
4: on it.
1: Oh, I didn't even see this tagline. He didn't I... even see the
2: tagline. It
1: is not a rom-com. It is not.
2: I didn't even see the tagline. All right. On Plymouth Island, no one ever dies unless you break the rules serenity coming to theaters january 25th okay so uh so yes this confirms as krista
0: said it is underwater what if it's metaphorical water though so krista in, in our little game krista's already ahead by a couple points but uh those points it's, whatever i make up it's just, is this just a refer-
4: contest now <laughs> <laughs> i'm
2: losing
0: i'm winning
4: so it's a contest
2: <laughs> whoever loses the game dies in real life
4: Sorry
0: too yeah.
2: this is the best danganronpa game i've ever played <laughs>
0: So, anyone else have any new thoughts based on this poster? Like, any big changes in what they
5: were thinking about? Yeah, I don't think it's about space anymore. Oh, they're going to kill each other.
0: Yeah, it's like maybe
1: some Battle Royale feelings, but maybe not. I'm like, probably not. It's just, what are the rules? Like, are they left on the boat with these rules? It says they're on the island. It's a very small
3: boat, too. They're on the
1: island. I think
4: they're escaping on the boat.
3: But there's a boat. The boat brings them. And they say there's an island. There's an island in a boat. <laughs> the boat brings them there, and it leaves a trail of blood in its wake
5: because it's like, it's a death. It's a, <laughs> posters are death. never that, like, directly accurate. <laughs> right, I want to add for uh, some points from me. I believe there's going to be a cult involved here. Uh, where Everyone wearing white, uh, rules involved, there's a cult. Mm-hmm. That that red there, not blood, Kool-Aid. Damn, that's that's so good. That's such a good inference. Damn that,
2: Kevin. I
1: think they're going to be getting notes from, like, bottles or something telling each of them different directions. That's my guess. And it's going to be a game of them competing against each other, like, trying to, like, fight one another or something. And they both get different directions on how to do it. Also,
2: I'm going to make an inference, just a a pretty basic inference, I think, based on this poster. Because if, like, the way the poster is split, the boat is, like, dividing Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey. But so if you push their pictures together, they're actually conjoined twins. <laughs> yeah. So my theory on this is that they are like formerly conjoined twins going on like a killing spree on the island.
1: Whoa, wow, that's.
2: <laughs> I can I bet against Joe? Like, do I
1: get
0: no? no do it, Joe's you fool! Wrong. Do it. No, any other crazy? Any other crazy thoughts before we move on? I'm sorry, crazy. Hold on. <laughs> uh, brilliant, genius thoughts before we move on.
2: Yeah,
3: Phil, no. This... <laughs> no. <laughs> that tagline is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> no one ever dies, so they are immortal on the island?
2: Unless you break the rules. Are they? It's an island of immortals and conjoined twins. Oh, no one ever dies. Ever!
3: Not like... like it's just such a weird way to say this.
5: I, I don't understand what they're going for.
4: Maybe there, there are aliens. Kind? Maybe it is space. Maybe we're totally wrong.
5: If I was right from the beginning... Uh... <laughs> you know black horse points i guess i don't
4: know i do
3: i do like the idea that this is some kind of peaceful island that maybe it may be cult maybe it's some battle royale game but they basically put the people on the island and then if they don't do something right they die or if they go against the cult like because serenity it's like peace the island is so peaceful that people yeah. don't even die there and then if they fuck up they die see i don't um, think they're gonna be fighting
5: because they're wearing uh pure white like that pure white like that doesn't imply to me that there's fighting at all intended fighting at all it's probably gonna be fighting
2: Okay, I think they fight another set of conjoined twins, <laughs> <laughs> who are played by Matt Damon and Emma Stone. Oh, okay.
4: I'd watch the that. Dark
2: Mirrors. Oh. And the movie movie is about fighting a dark reflection of our conjoined selves. All right, so if you guys are ready, now we're going to reveal the, the trailer. Uh, so Joe's going, we're going to watch it all together. Um, we're not going like... to, and then Joe's going to watch last because those are the rules.
1: <laughs> oh wow, this is. I, I thought this was all we were going to get. I feel like I'm spoiled. being... spoiled. Like, You're spoiling me. fed more information yeah I'm like is is this spoilers (laughs) no so
0: when we watched uh, Book of Henry I did not show a trailer for that because it was just it it, it tells the whole entire fucking movie here as much as it feels like this is telling the entire movie it is not trust me so we're we're gonna watch it and then afterwards Joe will explain what we just watched
1: good to see you John took so long to
4: find you what do you say
0: Say I'm not called John anymore
4: it's funny huh where would you want to find me? My husband has never seen your face. You were right about him.
0: He's violent with you.
4: What's this? Just a little scratch. A little scratch, huh? I want you to take him out on your boat and drop him in the ocean for the sharks.
2: That was what a am excited for this now. This is... I am interested, too. Okay. So, Joe, describe the trailer for us. Well, Matthew McConaughey seems to be doing a very nice boating fishing trip on this really (laughs) swanky, like, almost kind of like Key West type island where they have, like, uh, there's no, like, real big houses. It's, like, a small beach community, Um, but not, like, rich beach community, like, uh, almost, like... um, I don't want to say, like, native, but, like, it's not like a a rich-gated community. It seems to be a bunch of people who just kind of live on this island. Um, And as he's on the island, um, Temptation returns in the form of Anne Hathaway. And Anne Hathaway is just (laughs) like, my man's been mean to me. And she wants to essentially get Matthew McConaughey to essentially just make him disappear and probably dump him off the side of his boat. Um, and as Matthew McConaughey is debating this, uh, this accountant guy shows up who's accounting things is like, I know what you're going to do. And Matthew McConaughey seems to lose his mind after this. And it seems to be questioning everyone in the, in the community, um, on this Island. And he may or may not get it on with Anne Hathaway and seems to think that something larger here is going on that he's not aware of. Did I nail it? Did I forget anything? Oh, there might be a shark. There's probably a shark at some point. No, no, that's movie. good. That's
1: good. That's great.
2: <laughs> I don't know what kind of shark. I hope it's a hammerhead because that's my favorite. But
1: <laughs> you already have shark theories. You're like, it's gotta be a hammerhead. I hope so.
5: You're going to uh, say that there's the fl- fishing line throughout the entire trailer. It's ticking, like it's ticking like a clock of some sort. Even though it's supposed to be just like reeling out very slowly, and then goes completely off the rails, which is what I assume this sh- this thing's going to do, but... It's probably where the hammerhead shark comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hammerhead is just hammering against the thing, just a very
2: tappa-tappa-tappa, right? It's just like, time's up, Matthew, and Bray mm-hmm. breaks the fourth wall. Any other observations before we start getting into theories?
4: There was a lot more corn than I thought there would be.
1: There is corn. It seems like a big island. Like, it's not like... I was thinking maybe a deserted, like, beach island, but it's like there's a town, there's a community, there's people there... I also wonder
3: if this is like one of those like uh, creepy islands that like 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 Joe was saying it's like the it's like natively inhabited still and there's some like tourism and stuff but not really and there's some kind of like mystical stuff going on where they're like everybody knows everything on this island and there's something going on where I don't know. Something, Anne Hathaway is
1: something...
2: also blonde, which I feel like is important to the plot. Yeah,
1: and her husband looks like some
2: kind of like rich douchebag. He has a gun, eye. which yeah. which is ominous for the third he's act got of that. The movie. The sunglasses,
1: the slick back hair, a gun. He takes off his belt at one point, implying he's gonna whip her with it. Yeah, not yeah. It's very heavily implied.
3: The same way that yes. Joe said he may or may not get it on with Anne Hathaway, <laughs> it's very implied that he does that.
1: That <laughs> Anne Hathaway is actual temptation
0: for
2: what him, if? Yeah. Is her name Temptation in the movie? Because I swear to God. And his name is Serenity and she's Temptation. Uh,
0: so Joe and uh, Phil are interested. Who else is interested in this movie? I'm interested. Not even
5: close, oh, baby. Okay.
4: I'm.
1: You. I'm interested, but it's one of those things where I just feel like you never know because it builds up a lot of like mysterious like building blocks. Like, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh my god, this is, this is another like Shutter Island or like a Wicker Man, where I'm like, is this gonna be like gonna have an interesting kind of like crazy twist at the end, or is it just gonna be a nonsensical movie stacked on top of itself by like toothpick thin? Are
5: we gonna or, are we gonna sacrifice Daryl for our harvest? I I feel um, like I I haven't seen a good like because I've seen the trope done where it's like. There's an island of people and something like potentially crazy, potentially culty, potentially mystical thing going on. And then it's like, but it's semi-suspenseful horror. I've seen that done so many times and almost every time it's done Hmm. so poorly in the end because they're like, this doesn't work. Uh, The monster is here and it kills them. I think for me,
1: part of it is like, I want a bigger, like the the trailer need to have more of a hook beyond just like, I kind of am interested in seeing it just because I trust McConaughey's acting and Hathaway's acting, like I, bo- I like both of them. So I'm like, maybe this will be fine. But it's like, if you told me what is this movie about, I'm like, he's got to kill her husband, but there's something weird on. The <laughs> yeah, really. that's all I really know. <laughs> uh, the,
0: the movie looks pretty good. Like the cinematography stuff, I think looks pretty uh, good. It right? looks extraordinarily well made. Yes. Solid. So this movie has a yeah. 20% on tomatoes. <laughs> is that all and uh, Book of Henry we had Book of Henry had almost the same, same score but Book of Henry had a 60% audience score this has a 29% audience score so okay so better so, so people oh, liked no. it more than the critics <laughs> but like both critics and audiences were like fuck this movie
1: but I'm like, I can't imagine walking away from Book of Henry and being like, you know, I respect it enough to give it a positive score, whereas audiences didn't even like only 30% of people enjoyed 29, this. sir.
0: That is very low. <laughs> uh, so you guys said, like, oh, it's on the island, it's weird. And you could throw out some, some, some theories, like, oh, maybe it's the twist it and doesn't come together. Any final thoughts before we finally get into seeing this movie? What could
5: cause such a big backlash, do you think?
2: Uh, Anne Hathaway's not a real person. She, she is a figment of Matthew McConaughey's imagination.
5: See, I actually think uh, you're onto something there because my whole thing is that none of this is real and this is all like a test for him. Like he's in some sort of purgatory or something because like it was very much implied like don't do the wrong thing here. The wrong thing is tempting you and it's like, okay, but it's not like a religious thing happening here. But if, if no one dies except when you break the rules, like, well, his whole thing is that he's questioning why isn't this working correctly? why is my fishing line tap, tap, tapping with the hammerhead shark? Like it, there's something up. And I think it's that. And like the fact that like they have a a watcher from DC or whatever, just staring at the dude. Like, I think that's like DC.
2: That's Marvel, sir. Oh, whatever. (laughs) That's a good uh,
3: thought process. I think though, that there's, there's something that's in the end, it's going to be like, actually they were dead all along.
1: So what I'm thinking that why it's so low is I'm like, it's gotta be one of two reasons. One, it's an actually super boring movie that he spends most of his time fishing or something. And people are (laughs) like, why did I watch it? Like, it it has all this
2: intrigue, and then an hour of it's fishing. It's David Lynch, where he just, like, it's fishing in real time. Yeah, yeah. Or the other
1: thing is, it's going to be one of those movies that builds up conspiracy on top of itself, to the point where it just starts again, like, it ramps up the craziness to where it throws out logic.
4: Yeah, I guess, I mean, I kind of think, I don't know if this really attests for, like, how low the score is. But I want it to be Anne Hathaway imagining the island and ends up killing her husband. But the island was never there. And she goes there and it's, like, a deserted place of just nothing.
3: I, I think it has to be something like Mystical like that. Uh, I just can't figure out. Like, I like the idea of the purgatory thing with the, with the imagery we've seen, the pure white poster this the name serenity the fact that she keeps call, they keep calling her temptation mm-hmm. I, I like that theme i'm like maybe that is what it's about but i, I can't be too it's so I low i can't though. be too short. and then why would people hate it so much i
4: think we've missed the simple answer is that it's because anne hathaway is blonde
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah anne hathaway wakes up and he's like oh my god i'm so happy i'm i'm a brunette <laughs> yeah. and that's how the movie ends <laughs> so she
4: like wakes up with like a box of bleach in her hands she's like oh god thank god that didn't happen
2: <laughs> yeah what a twist. My, my final theory is that Kevin's a lot better at this than me. And <laughs> we'll probably have a much more accurate. Uh, we'll see uh, who
0: came up, who came the closest to guessing this movie. So now uh, if there's no final thoughts. I, I mean, you just get your final thoughts. If there's no further thoughts. No, I, I'm, I'm done thinking for tonight. Uh, no more thinking. Uh, we will Now all watch the movie and we'll experience it together and come back to recap what actually happens in this fucking movie. They say she came all
4: the way to see you. Yes, it's about temptation. It's right and wrong. Now
0: In Plymouth,
4: everybody knows everything.
0: But I've got kind of a big day tomorrow. I know all about your big day. It feels like everybody knows something. I don't. And we're back. Uh, we've all seen the film. Uh, we're gonna we haven't really talked about that much yet with each other so we're gonna get our f- kind of our fresh experiences a little bit with each other and we're gonna go through the movie as as an describe the plot as it unfolded and get, try to take a touch base with everyone to see what they were thinking and if they could p- anticipate what was going to happen in this movie. So we're going to start with uh, Krista. How does this movie start
4: out? So it starts out with McConaughey he lives on an island called Plymouth. And I think it just opens uh, with him on the boat with his crewmate, who's like a religious guy. He's got like a cross necklace and yeah. they have two guys on the boat with them who are just drinking and they hook a fish and it's a big fish. They can tell immediately it's a big fish and McConaughey goes, it's the fish. This is the fish. And the guys are really mad because they paid money to be on the boat and go fishing. But McConaughey just kind of like loses his mind, it looks like, and just won't let this fish go. He tells his crewmate to take him out to deeper water. He pulls a
3: knife on
2: them.
4: (laughs) Oh, that's right. He pulled the knife on them. He literally
2: pulls a knife on them, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
4: like literally snaps, loses his mind. So then he gets the fish close and I I feel like that part was weird uh, whatever. He pulls in the line and Only that part was weird. Only, only that part. part. I mean that was the first sign, you know. Um so the crewmate tries to help him get it in and they didn't get the fish so then he's all pissy. Um because now he pulled a knife on these guys, still didn't get the fish, they aren't going to get paid. So they go back and
0: What happens is um uh, now the crew member played by Digimon.
2: Uh his name is Duke.
0: Yeah, uh, so Duke um, is pissed at him, uh, at uh, McConaughey, because now they don't have any money, so he's so basically, he, has no, he McConaughey's not a way to pay him back. And so now McConaughey needs some uh, money to pay back uh, Duke, and how does he do that, Krista?
4: So he goes to this cat lady and is prostituting himself. Con- Constance. Yeah, you
0: say cat.
3: You know, we say cat lady, but she has one cat. It's not like she's like a.
2: <laughs> and it, 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 cat is both singular and plural, though. So yeah, yeah that's
0: true. <laughs> but like what her big thing is, McConaughey finds her cat for her, and that's like a running theme through her thing is, uh, he's like an analog for her, for her cat because he she likes her cat to be dependent on her. And she likes him to be dependent
2: on her, so he, so he processes herself. This, to, this also isn't a
3: subtle like thing that's like saying. She says, I like you to be dependent on me just like yeah. my dad
2: <laughs> That is a weird subplot that never actually goes anywhere.
0: A lot of these plots don't go anywhere. The, the only um, other noteworthy everything in this, this, this sex scene is that uh, she, they briefly mention. That uh, she has a lucky son that uh, McConaughey wants him to be her new new crewmate. uh, And they were like,
4: they were talking about gas for so long. Like the the crewman, Duke was like, we're not gonna have money for gas. Then she was like, my son pumps gas. And like, it was just weird. And then she was talking about cats way too much. I don't know. It was weird. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then he, he went to the bar and had money for, it's okay. He had money to go to the bar and all the guys there, all the people there were like, saying that he's crazy for chasing this fish. And they all seem to like know about this fish. And then he comes out with the, my favorite line, which is the fish has a name and it's justice. Yep. And then he goes to his shack, which the cat was there. Um, and he found the cat again. (laughs) Yeah. The cat comes back and, uh, he apologizes to his son for failing to catch justice. And then he has a dream where he has like a flashback where, it was, a, it was weird because it was kind of a flashback where he had his son with him and they were fishing. and they were, But then it was like from his son's perspective, looking at a picture of them. And on the back, it was like me and dad back in the day or something like that.
3: Yeah. This is where I, at first when I was like, oh, it's a flashback to when he's apologizing to the son. I'm like, oh, the son must have gotten eaten by a fish or something Yeah, I thought justice. that too
2: for a hot sec. I, I thought the tuna ate his son. But
3: then when you're like, when he's like, when you see the son missing dad, I'm like, no, this, that's not what happened. That's what
2: actually. it looks like inside the tuna. <laughs> it's like Pinocchio.
3: He's in the way. Yeah. <laughs> can,
2: can I just make a quick note real quick on the opening of the movie? Yeah. It, it, it starts off with, um, you, you see this boy's face, and the camera kind of goes through the boy's eye into the boat on the water.
0: Yes, and so that'll be like a recurring theme as we go along. This boy.
2: The boy. The
0: con- who we, uh, are, It seems to have some kind of significance. Uh, but, Joe, tell us how this mystery unfolds.
2: Baker Dill, as uh, Matthew McConaughey is known, also known as <laughs> Baker Dill. Baker Dill. <laughs> great name also known as uh, John Mason. So Baker as as we'll get into later on, um the significance of these names. Um so he, you know, he goes out on the boat, him and Duke go out because he's he's so jazzed from, you know, nearly catching the tuna the first day. Um he goes back out on the boat again. Um, and he uh, gets pissed, and he uh, he fires Duke because he doesn't want Duke to basically waste his life. Um, he's
1: really mean to Duke.
2: He's he really mean. He no, like, yeah, had bad luck because it, your wife died. Yeah, he like, blamed what? his dead
4: wife.
3: This is like the throwing the rocks at the puppy. Yeah, this is exactly what that just, is. It is. It is. Like, you're but it's kick like, you're, like you're, it's really
2: digging deep. Blame me on his
3: dead wife. Come on. Man. Why not just be like, I don't want to work with you anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just stop wasting your life with me. Like, maybe, but maybe he would have
3: kept there. Just yeah. Just be with he would have been like, no, you're
2: not, and you're and not wasting deep. your life, Baker. But he is. He was wasting his life. So, so Baker, Baker slash John goes back uh, to the bar uh, where his ex-wife, uh, Karen. I think is her name?
1: Yep, Karen.
2: Karen, played by Anne Hathaway, shows up, and there's clearly a pass between them, um, and she is clearly a stranger to this island, because she basically shows up, pays for the drinking tab, and is, you know, throwing down Andrew Jackson's left and right. Um, And she calls him
3: John. Calls him John, yes. What? Baker Dill is not Baker Dill?
2: Baker, (laughs) Baker Dill. That's actually, she's like, and do you know how I found you? I creeped on Facebook, and I found someone... (laughs) who had trophy fishing and you were there. And then I was like, that could be you. And then I saw your name. I'm like, that's the name of that math teacher. You always respected
5: Dylan Baker. There you go. There you go. Oh, I forgot about that. How yeah. dumb
2: it was. It was very, really expert sleuthing by her to the point where I don't know why she needed to hire uh, John to do, um, John to do this. Essentially um, after their sorted past, uh, he went away for a while Um, and she needs to hire... She got married to, um, a a very abusive man. Seemingly not a very nice guy.
3: He seems like a rich, like, uh... A rich mafia asshole or something.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I didn't know when they revealed that. Like, I don't know if, like, she gets into that, that he's not great. But I don't, I don't know if we really get how scummy he is until he first shows up. He was up. in,
3: like,
1: bad business, I think it was. I feel like it was clear very early yeah. on where it's, like...
2: Abusive, was, alcoholic and abusive
1: to their son. He got more famous, or she makes some line about that. It's like, you were right about and him. And the,
3: the implication here, too, was that he went off to Iraq, Bakerville and or John, and that at some point after that she hooked up with Frank. So it's like, it's not clear exactly, like, was it while he was gone or what happened? But, uh, he was, all, he was in Iraq and then she's with this guy now and, and he apparently was like, yeah, he was an asshole but, and now you're seeing it.
5: And now there's an important, important thing or could be important if I want to give this credit, some, uh, this movie some credit is that, uh, credit some movie. this credit some movies and say, here's your movies, please. Uh, is that she says, like, he's like, oh, just divorce him. Go away. And she's like, we can't. He will, he'll like, pour me, cover me in cement. Dig a hole yeah, and cover me in cement. He'll find
4: a hole for us. Exactly. Yeah, and,
5: like, in one implication, it's like, oh, so he's a mobster. But later on, we might see that that could imply something else. And Let us continue. So I want to pause just for a brief moment to ask, uh, what do you guys think about the p- performances in this movie?
4: I think the writing is horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah. I... It, it's always hard where you're, like, you can perform the best you can but if the script is awful it's like you're not going to be like wow what a believable you're just going to be like confused over what's being said
3: i thought i thought they were decent actually
1: i
0: i personally thought my was fucking awesome (laughs) like the best way i heard this described you guys ever saw the Link commercials where he's like oh, super serious saying like a car is like more than life or whatever? That's how, kind of how he is in this movie. Like, no, this I, I, the-
2: I mentioned this in the early part of the podcast, but essentially Matthew McConaughey, if you just want to see this done well, just go watch True Detective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to see this, if you want to see this character done well, just go watch True Detective because this is basically. <laughs> That's
3: a, I mean, you should just watch that. You should watch that show.
1: This is basically (laughs) what it
2: is, and like I thought, the performances were certainly admirable.
3: Yeah, because I thought I actually thought they were they did
2: a decent. I I thought they were fine. It's just McConaughey's doing the same role that he's doing for like the past like five years.
3: Well, that's the thing. He's playing Matthew McConaughey, which he always plays, where he's like. I, uh, I gotta do this
5: that uh, <laughs> was something Krista brought up she's like why is everyone so breathy with everything yeah, they say
4: everyone was just like, <sighs> like yeah. I think
1: that's McConaughey's acting in general that is that is just how he does life yeah, I think. That's, like, that's, like, that's who he like,
2: is as a person now and I really enjoyed <laughs> Anne Hathaway is like pseudo over the top like femme fatale lady in distress
3: i did like that too that she is like the mixed like i need help but she was like almost like a femme fatale too like, yeah she's mis- it, it was- well she's
2: mysterious she's mysterious she has like the mystery yeah. like the mystery of the femme fatale but she's really more damsel in distress
3: i actually thought this at this point this movie was very interesting
0: <laughs> i i like i was thinking i
3: i i get what you guys are saying about the writing but i throughout the whole thing i'm like this is a pretty interesting movie like overall
2: I'll I'll save my thoughts to the end, but, like, I was sure. still pretty engaged with the movie at this point. Like, I still I was still pretty into it, like, kind of intrigued on what was going on. Um, also, we left out a uh, middle management guy uh, trying to chase down Matthew McConaughey. He,
1: he just shows up. I, I don't think we need to cover him more than just, like, he keeps trying to find McConaughey and yes. he's always late to finding him.
3: Yep. He reminds me of, like, G-Man from Half-Life. Like, he's just, like, this creepy guy with glasses, and every time Matthew McConaughey's leaving on the boat, he's running after him saying, Baker Dill, I need to talk to
1: you! But, like, a pathetic G-Man that can't do his job. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he's a, he's a much dorkier G-Man. Like, he's, like, a very scrawny-nerd type character. Like, hey, Mr. Dill, I want to talk to you, sir! Oh, yeah, so does Matthew McConaughey accept, um... Uh, so what, what does Matthew halfway offer to Matthew McConaughey, and what does Well, to Catholic,
2: um, Karen wants, uh... Karen wants a John. I guess I'll call him John at this point. Um, to, Baker to, Dill.
1: That's such a better name than <laughs> – as much as it's a dumber name, I'm
2: like it's better than Dude, do, do, do you want to – all right. He's going to be Baker Dill from, hell on, from yes. here on out? Yes. Okay. All right. So Baker Dill is offered $10 million to essentially off Hathaway's husband to make it look like an accident.
1: That the sharks ate him.
2: Um, which uh, he says no. Essentially, you know, Hathaway made her bed. Uh but Hathaway brings up all the stuff about, you know, uh Dill's son and, you know, you know, being very abusive. The, the
1: dad being abusive to the son, not the son being abusive to them.
2: <laughs> I don't know. The kid the kids seem like an asshole. This so. is
3: also when we see uh, my <laughs> prediction uh, or my hope that we'd see Matthew McConaughey naked comes true here because this director does do this he oh didn't. He wasn't exactly full frontal but it was like he, full got, of... he got real I,
1: that's all I could think when it happened is I'm like Phil was right he was right about <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. likes his full frontal mask
3: Matthew McConaughey He's like this guy's just like I'm taking off all my clothes. I'm a, I'm an A-list actor and I'm just gonna be naked on camera. And this this, this director's always like I gotta get these guys naked. You yeah. only
0: see his butt really, but he's in his, he's, he's showing his buttocks off for of extended scenes. It's not like a, a, a
2: one flash. It's like he is he is so naked. He is really. Naked. He, he goes
0: basically when he comes back um, uh, to the to his shack on on, on the beach, uh, Bakerville. Uh, basically undresses and goes swimming into the water to take a to take a bath swimming in the
1: ocean to he take runs a bath. he runs like across a field to jump off of a cliff into the ocean to take a bath yes no he says to take a shower <laughs> and then he jumps into the water and it's like that's a bath
0: yeah. buddy so what happens during this strange bath Joe
2: uh he's he's swimming pretty deep without the need for oxygen um and he sees his son and also, he starts naked. swimming towards underwater. Sorry, it's his son underwater, and he starts swimming towards his son. Um, and eventually, like it's a like a weird like kind of sequence, but eventually, Baker Dill wakes up. Um, and he this when he spills the water and he realizes that him and his son are in sync with each other
1: yes yeah where it's like it shows the sun at a keyboard and this was something that was shown during the and to
2: play for like uh there, there's some decent foreshadowing at the kid's desk as well i don't know if anyone caught some of the stuff there there was like yeah a... it was it
1: was karen when karen was explaining about their son it was showing like she said that the son's receding he keeps playing like these computer games and it shows the son at like like under the covers and he's like at his like virtual computer designing a fishing game and so i will say as soon as like this scene came up where he's moving the um baker's moving his hands and it shows the hand the sun Well, save it for the twas
0: so he's not designing a fishing game
4: he's fishing all day yeah on the on his computer
1: but he's also like pro it shows him programming so i'm
5: like Wait a second.
4: It shows him using the mouse and the keyboard at the same time programming, which is definitely how programming goes. That's how it goes. It has (laughs) nothing
5: to do with sitting on Stack Overflow for 10 hours a day. It's just you just
1: start smacking keys. You'd be much faster if you learned how to use both. I
4: know. That's why I
0: wanted Kevin to be on this. (laughs) because.
1: Can Can I just say what I thought it was going to be? I thought it was, and his son was designing an MMO, because I'm like, all these people have to be, like, players or something, and the son's role-playing as his own dad in the MMO or something. <laughs> That's actually what I thought Smoke was going to be. I was immediately like, this this has to be, like, this weird, like... Cause the difficult thing about Sly starring the show is you're waiting for a dumb twist or something to go <laughs> off the rails, so I'm like, Sly, Sly would pick the MMO movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it's honestly dumber than an MO movie. <laughs> it is. It is. So yeah, uh that's this is when the uh, Anne Halfway's husband shows up a day early to surprise Anne Halfway. And what happens with that joke? Oh man,
2: he's a he's a real kind of trash bag. Like like fancy cheap suit is the best way I can describe it. Mm. Like 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 it looks nice, but like you can tell it's like almost almost like Miami Vice esque, which would fit I, his character. I
3: was—I was gonna say, like, he looks like he's like the stereotypical. He like—he's out of a GTA.
2: Game. Yeah, he look, he looks like hes he look—he looks like he's from Vice City.
0: I, I, that's the reason I was—I like the, the performance in this film because uh, Jason Clarke as dad is just a complete piece of shit, and I—I think it's—he's my
2: favorite performance in the film. I'll—I'll I'll come out and say it. He was my—he was probably as much as like I—I don't I like that he was a piece of shit. Like he was probably my favorite performance in the film and had like some of the most like. I think comedically unintentionally hilarious scenes in the movie. Yes. Uh he he when he first get there he's like hey he's like hey baby I'm here and is just like we're going to have sex now and basically has her disrobe and takes off her clothes and he gets he gets real annoyed. He
0: not have sex. He just has his robe.
2: Excuse me sir. Sorry. I'm getting there. <laughs> um he gets real annoyed that like there's a scratch on her uh that yeah. she can't explain and then proceeds to like whip the crap out of her.
1: He takes off his belt and we cut away. Uh, Not
2: shown on screen, but it is... It is implied, and you see the the whip marks later on in another scene.
0: Just to say, it happens for like it went on for an hour and a half because everyone, everyone in town, in town
1: every knows single this
0: person, dude's beating his wife, and they're all like, yeah. "Wow!" And she so didn't wild, make a sound, huh? yeah. <laughs> It's one of the one during is everyone knows everything. Apparently, yeah. in this. Moment. Oh yeah, I that's true. The movie, covers yeah. They, they it. say it.
2: <laughs> they say it like like the weirdestly like like most generic way. It's like, yeah, he's beating his wife. Everyone everyone knows it's real <laughs> yeah, bad.
1: I was just like okay with this.
2: <laughs> anyway, his husband, tries, his husband shows up to the boat and he's like, I I want to like my beautiful wife, you know, told me like this is the best boat for for fishing. And like, you know, like she worked for weeks to try and book this trip. Uh, and essentially, um, Baker Dale is like, no, no, I certainly can't. Um, and he's just like, here's how this is going to go. Like, I'm going to show up later. I think it's the next day. And he's like, you're going to take me fishing. And and Biggerdill walks off. Um, He's
1: going to say, he tells him, it's like, I'm going to give you $10,000 to take me fishing. Well, that doesn't come
2: yet. Doesn't, that doesn't, the 10,000 doesn't come up yet. Everyone peer pressures him and he eventually kind of caves. Um, later that night when she finds out that, um, I, I, I don't know who, if it's Constance who tells him or someone else, but essentially the rumor gets out he's go, he's going to offer you whatever the hell you want, like ten thousand dollars to prove that you can be bought because yes. he's such a crappy guy that he can just buy anyone. Yeah, and one um, one important
0: little note is that he also bought off all he he made all the law officers on the island uh, go away for the weekend. The
2: one law officer on the island. So there's no there's no <laughs>
0: law on Plymouth Island for the duration of the movie. Yeah.
2: So um, Baker eventually folds. Um, he gets Duke back. Um, with, you know, uh, essentially by giving him like $2,000, uh, they go back on the boat and it's revealed that this guy is not just a mobster. He's an awful, awful man. Um, whatchamacallit talks about, talks about how he, he can't connect with his, it, and it's, it, it, this scene was actually originally weird to me. Cause he's like, I initially feel for him on how he can't connect with his son. And then mm-hmm. he bra- like breaks down the door and it's revealed like
5: he punches out his son. Wait, wait, wait. But before that, right before he had his heart felt like, I tried to connect to this boy, he was literally talking about, yo... We can bone little girls in the ass on this Oh, okay. I time. thought that was like, after the, I'm sorry, I thought that I thought that was after the stepson scene.
2: No, my no, apologies. Like,
1: Do you know where we can have yeah. sex with women in the ass?
3: <laughs> oh, little girl women. Like underage he, women. he does say like really young ones and like you No, he for does. Ten, my, for my, ten I, bucks. I
2: thought I thought the I thought the underage, <laughs> underage prostitutes came after the son. No no like before. Okay. They're correct. It was before.
1: They missed a moment of just him kicking a dog to really just let it sink in who this guy is. Basically,
2: Daryl is correct.
0: And the whole time he's drunk. I don't know if we. I don't think we mentioned that he's a complete oh, yeah. alcoholic. He, every no, every scene yeah. is completely drunk. There's no there's no oh, no, yeah, no he, non-drunk scene.
4: He brought like rum on the boat, and they're not supposed to bring rum on the boat, right? It was supposed to just yeah. be yeah. Yeah. no
2: hard had, liquor, yeah. just beer. Which, if is, you remember
3: the tagline of the movie, "No one dies on Plymouth Island unless you break the rules." Yeah.
0: And, <laughs> even and also by the way, uh, Duke's wife died. In, yeah. <laughs> uh, does she not follow the rules no one dies except Duke's have, you, wife
3: no you did not you don't know that she died here she could have died somewhere else and he moved here that's uh, true but, but, he said
0: but, he, he said you were good luck before
3: your wife died so I'm assuming you <laughs> do it you
1: before yeah, your wife yeah, died yeah exactly I'm like
3: <laughs> unless he, he heard
1: stories of Duke being the best fisher ever <laughs> the, the legendary fisher guy, Duke Like, the thing is, Duke's wife dying, when you're establishing... Like, a big thing about this movie is that no one can die on this island. They're not pretty much allowed to die She broke the rules. rules. (laughs) And it's just weird that you have Duke's (laughs) wife being dead before all this begins. Like, just leave that out. Like, have McConaughey call Duke, like, shit to his face. That'll do it. Like, why bring a dead wife into this that uh, breaks the rules before the rules start to break? She
3: broke the rules and she
1: got
0: punished. All right, so then, what was it? Uh, so they get uh, Duke on, Duke, and uh, they're on the boat. He talks about how he's trying to connect with his adopt... Not adopted. Uh,
2: stepson. Yeah, step technically, stepson, yeah.
0: An accident from a previous... The wife had an accident from a previous marriage.
1: Yeah, it's, pretty, it's one of those scenes where it's like, you know, McConaughey knows that um, Frank is talking about him, but he's just trying to, like, bottle it down, ignore it, and be like, I don't want to kill yeah. this guy. Let's just have this asshole fish and give us the money.
2: Well, well it's real interesting because he doesn't know like frank doesn't know that uh baker dill is is the dad but a uh, duke quickly catches on that there's something going on between baker dill and the dad like like Mm -hmm. duke is very aware that like baker knows the everything that's going on and it's killing him inside um so Mm -hmm. they hook a shark um and they play with the tension of like will he won't he you know kill him um he doesn't uh they get back to port ann hathaway is super sad um Dad, her
0: husband is, her current husband's still alive current is
2: still alive and duke has like a scene essentially about you know like what what happened here um and everything that's going on and he gets um i, I think eventually like i think later on um dill's drinking and he, he's talking to duke about everything and you know the the proposition that. Uh, Karen came to him with about killing him for money. Um, and, you know, Duke kind of instills, you know, there's right and wrong, and that, you know, Dill's a good man, and that he shouldn't, you know, do this thing. Um, and Baker just goes and sits on his boat in a rainy night, and, um, Karen comes. Stands
1: outside in the rain on a rainy night. <laughs> yeah, he's, sitting, he's literally
2: he's... <laughs> sitting on his boat as he just gets, like, downpoured on. And she comes and, uh, essentially... Repropositions, you know the entire thing says that, like you know, it's it's his son that wants you know Frank dead, um and that like she she still loves him and everything, and like there's a whole. Oh, thi- yeah,
0: they're also going fishing again with the with the, with the um, Frank again because because they, they, they caught a shark, not a tuna, and Frank yes, wants that is tuna. correct.
2: He, he wants the tuna.
0: It's so a second chance to kill uh Frank again, and halfway's coming like, you're gonna kill him the
2: first time, I'll kill him this time on the second trip.
1: Yeah, and then she's bringing up like it's bits of the past. You do get them. more of their
2: past in this scene with a um apparently uh Baker went Baker went away and got really, you know, messed up by his time in and uh, you know, his time away in war. Um and it, it was never he, the same way. Wh- he
1: brings up it's like, I didn't come back from that. And I was like, okay, I think I'm piecing together more what's happening. He also here?
3: says I had these weird I have these dreams where I see myself, my arm, my hand blown off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's like in pieces. And so like this movie does foreshadowing, but it also like kind of just tells it to you where it's like, I saw myself in pieces in Iraq and he keeps bringing up Iraq. I'm like, ah, this is always like, you never bring up Iraq and be like, yeah, it was, it was a fine time. It's like, there's always some trauma or death involved if you're going to bring it up.
4: Oh, I just wanted to mention like, this is another part where the writing was really weird to me because Karen and Hathaway, she was like, you you waited until I was legal, like oh, she like yeah. made such a big deal of that, saying oh, she was that, sixteen. I think
0: that's isn't that the is that the night? That's, no, the, that's the sex scene? scene. That's the sex. Well, scene. we're
2: right there. We're at the sex scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. The rain, the rain scene, and sex. So spoilers: when they're talking to the rain, they go inside and have sex.
1: That was a really weird comment. Yeah. Krista. I agree with that. Because when it just stops
4: after the husband was saying that he wanted to go bone some young girls in the butt. I was like, "Ooh, this is already just too much. <laughs> but
2: Baker's better
1: because he waits till they're legal. To bake.
4: Right. That was. Yeah. It was like a weird contrast.
2: I thought that I thought the legal remark was with how young they were. When when they met, as opposed to like I he's much older than she is. I don't know, but like, we, don't, I, we don't get a we don't get enough of their past to really come to any conclusion. To be honest with you, yeah, I mean, I
1: just I don't see Baker Deal being the same age as Karen in my head, so the legal line only had one implication to me.
0: So so uh, uh, McConaughey is like, uh, don't pretend you're in love with me, you're love with me again. I'm only doing it for my son, and then like grabs her and he, like starts. Like Almost like forcing her into a sex and position. And then he sees the whip marks on her back,
1: and then he starts kissing them and feeling bad, and it shows her crying, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about the sex scene. And then they start having sex, and he stops. He said, I like, win. Right, he you know, said, I
5: won.
3: Said, yeah. Yeah. I win, right? <laughs> I did not understand that at all. I'm like, maybe I've been doing it
2: wrong, but I don't know what the sex with me. I won. Now what get weird out. What a
1: thing to say to your... To... To your ex-wife, who's being abused by her current husband, that you have half sex with, and then you're just like, "All right, I win." Get out. I don't know about you guys, but sex is a race, isn't it? You
0: try to beat the girl. <laughs>
1: I came first. Get out. Uh, so
0: then that brings us to the big, mo- big moment of the movie where uh, the big twist happens. But before we get to it, let's let's cut, touch base with everyone. will think it's time. So Daryl thought well not, what's your exact thought is that it's an mmo or what, i thought it was an
1: mmo and the son's role playing as the dad because the dad died in iraq like he was killed so he's like i want to live my dad's life and live my dad rescuing me from my stepfather in this video game or something i mean it's confusing because i like i thought it was an mmo at first but then it's like why no one would role play as his dad are these just npcs i'm like is he just i don't know Doing this?
3: I thought I thought he was dead this whole time, and he was creating this world in, like, purgatory or heaven, or, like, you know, at, like, right before death, like, I, I was like, maybe he's dying in Iraq right now, and imagining this really
1: weird world. Like <laughs> Baker Dills doing this to himself?
3: Yeah, that he, he was, like, his mind was doing this as he was dying, and he was creating, again, it's a very weird world to create as you're dying, but like maybe i don't know
4: yeah i mean i thought he was dead um i thought it was like more like purgatory and he was like somehow spiritually connected with his son so like he was like kind of somehow osmosising this game that he was playing and making that his own purgatory where he was fishing but then he wanted to kill this guy because he could hear him i don't know at yeah. this
5: point i had tried to because i in the pre to this i believe i said that um This was a purgatory thing. And I'm like, there's no way I'm ever right. And I know that about myself. So this can't be that. So he's got to still be alive. But he did say, I never came back from Iraq. But they kept passing by this one guy that he would buy drinks for in the bar.
4: The old guy.
5: The old guy. Yeah, old old Al or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's because at one point they like link eyes. And I'm like, that's him. Like, it's just he's just in a bar drinking away his life because like he let all his stuff happen. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm just a washed up drinking guy now. Wouldn't it have been cool if I was a fisherman doing all this stuff and having sex with my ex-wife? So, like, that's, like, that's why I went to this point. I think I was more on Daryl's
2: side where I was thinking some kind of game VR thing. Um, I, The Iraq stuff totally went over my head. I At no point did I, like, I thought he just hmm. was never real to begin with or, like, or he was some kind of, like, someone in a VR system. Um, and I'm trying to think if they if they showed it at this point or not. But at one point when they cut to the kid's desk, uh, you see the same lighthouse on the desk that's in the it, town. There's
1: a lot of, like, small things you see. Like, when it cuts to the kid's desk, like, he has justice to, this, to the right of him. So, I'm, immediately, I was like, this kid is somehow connected to the dad yeah. because they're both looking for, for the same thing. Yeah, I think I,
2: I thought VR initially because of the opening scene where you go into the kid's eye.
1: Oh, yeah, that'd be... Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> I the, that. initially, I was just like, okay, so, like, he's yeah. clearly... At like because he was the focal point of the opening of like the opening shot of the movie, he's clearly involved in some way, and he's typing away. He's he's wasting his wife like his life away at his computer. So like, his wife away. He's Wasting his wife.
0: Uh, so now uh, that gives us to what actually is going on. Tell us what happens at, uh, at the after Baker Dill gets home. Kevin. Yeah.
5: So after he uh, completes before Anne Hathaway and proclaims victory, he <laughs> goes home because it's storming out and he cannot go fishing uh and we have glasses guy the um businessman of sorts that is waiting for him at his house and he's like i'm gonna try to offer you something he's like dude it's the middle of the night he goes well i knew you'd be out fishing uh you knew you wouldn't be out fishing because it's you know it's bad weather out and i know you got a big day tomorrow and it's like okay now everyone and their mother knows that this guy's got something up so he brings him inside and says like okay what's the secret you're about to tell me a secret go ahead and do it i'm gonna pour you a little bit of drink and he goes okay, in this box is something to help you fish better. And Makani's like, wait, d- dude, drink this drink, shut up and get out. You're not selling me a little fishing thing. Like I have stuff to do. And uh, this guy takes the drink, is immediately wasted. Uh, and it's like, you know, the a second like, a, oh yeah, beer touched my mouth. I'm drunk now. He is scrawny, uh, though. He, he's he's, he's yeah. not... One drink he's gonna do You
3: yeah. yeah, never know if straight weird. liquor and he's like, I never drink,
5: he said. And he, he was yeah.
4: very hesitant to even take the first little drink that he was poured.
5: Yes, and yeah. everyone knows that nerds have no tolerance, so yeah. he is good. Yeah. So, um... Checks out. So, checks out. So, then he says, like, listen, I know about your big day tomorrow. And McConaughey's like, oh, so what do you know? And pours some bigger glass of alcohol. And he's like, oh, no, I'm gonna get totally wasted. And, uh, does so he like straight up says like don't kill that guy please just catch the fish and that becomes a running theme now for the rest of the thing Of people just being like just go catch that fish
2: oh the the radio yeah we never spoke about the radio but the radio also went like the radio the first time the radio and he's like it's a great day to go catch that fish i'm like okay something's
5: something's yeah the
3: radio from from the first scene in the movie is every time it's so meta that it's like hey baker dill what's going on? it doesn't say that exactly but it starts to but yeah, or,
5: it might as well it, yeah it, it might,
3: might as well be. have been like this is about you you're the main person in this movie
5: so then uh baker dill brings a knife to him slams against the wall and is like tell me everything about batman and uh he's he's just straight up says like yeah dude we're in a video game like we, there's no killing in this game though this is where you catch fish you find cat uh, you chop wood, which never happened in the movie, but according to him, that, that was an old—that
3: was a, the patch, you know, an old patch. Uh, oh
5: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 totally. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. All those quests
1: are obsolete
3: now. You don't need to play them. And he's like, he literally says, like, the, you find the cat every day, because that's like a quest you have to do every day.
5: So just straight up, just, like there's no like real buildup or like thing happening. He just says this, and Baker Duller just has to, I guess, believe it. And he goes like. I'm just, I don't make the rules. I'm just here with the rules behavior system. And you I have am this the compulsion. Rules. He, he calls
4: himself the rules. Yeah,
5: he calls yeah. himself, oh, he does say I'm it the says, rules. I am the rules, yes. right, yes. Um, so then um, after saying all this stuff, he's like, but why would he program you to kill? Because obviously you were pro- your, your sense is to fish. You always want to fish. Why would you want to kill now? Why would the rules mm-hmm. change? Why would the rules change? Why would so the then, creator do this?
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: So then McConaughey wakes up. But he can't move because it is not wake-up time yet. Because his alarm goes off at, like, what, 5.30 or something? And he wakes up before that and can't move his body. And then once it hits 5.30, then he can move. So I was like, oh, okay, I get it. So that fits in the whole video game narrative. Like, he can't move before his time to move, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, He pulls out all these maps, and it's all the same map of Plymouth. And he's like, oh, no. The world's,
3: like, empty. The world's empty except for Plymouth Island.
0: Yeah, and we we so we, we haven't clarified the, the sun. It's the, pretty obvious by the visual context. The sun is coding the entire this entire game. Just real like, quick, it's funny that you bring that up because there's a second
1: twist that happens later where the glasses guy meets him again. And he asks him it's like, "Who is the creator of the game?" And then Baker Dill's like, "Oh my god, it's my own son." And it was one of those things like, at this point, you're like, "Yeah, duh, the sun's designing the game. Like, you know who's doing it." Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: but we, yeah, but we we knew that, but he didn't though. But it's it.
1: it <laughs> that stuff is just dumb to watch in real time like Baker Dill looking at the camera explaining it
0: I think I that think seems more to lay out for the audience like exactly what because it basically explains because exactly, he says it's the, 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 the last guy comes back later and says why did the creator do this and he kind of then answers it's a kid on his computer. He wants his dad to kill his his, his his original dad, to kill his current dad. So he made a game where his original dad can now kill yeah. his current dad. So Checks out. Like,
5: with all of that said, he, at the end of it, he goes skinny dipping again because that's the way to deal with any sort of emotional trauma. And instead of seeing Naked Sun having that weird Nirvana type thing that they had going on, he hears <laughs> absolute random banter about how AI will just always gain sentience because there's a lot of it. And I was just sitting there like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Kevin, machine learning—that was my favorite. Them just saying uh, machine learning, and it's like, oh, okay, that's how you made this world, I guess. the The world d- designed itself.
3: All right, so uh, Matthew McConaughey's like, I'm gonna kill this guy now because my son wants me to. Uh, he's driving around in a cornfield, and he's like, I can I do have trouble remembering things. I don't know why. I I feel like I have memories, but I have holes in them. I remember fishing, with, going on a fishing trip with my son, um, and maybe that's what made my off of that it made my ai memory or ai personality and then out of hey, nowhere real quick
2: though, just one last thing on that this is one of my favorite parts of it where he's just like uh he's conflating kind his status as a veteran he's like what was the last game we played like a shooter shoot him up game. yeah it was a shoot him up game he's like he's like oh did we play call of duty last time and that's why i have all these uh, like war memories oh yeah <laughs> i thought that was really funny all right continue
3: the Constance's son finally shows up. He's like, hey, buddy, I quit my job uh, pumping gas to help you out because I'm lucky, right? You wanted me. And he's like...
0: He comes out uh, in the middle of nowhere. Like, they're in the middle of a cornfield, in the middle of nowhere and this <laughs> kid shows up. And
3: he's like, we're going to... We're gonna catch that fish, right? That's yeah. what we're doing. He, he we're looks so fish. weird
0: too. He's both very young and very old. <laughs> so my interpretation of this is like all the NPCs and the game logic of the game is now like we have to preserve the the, the game logic, original game logic, and mm-hmm. we're gonna break the bend the rules to yeah, have. Yeah, I, I,
2: I thought that too. Where the game was, the game was doing everything it could to preserve, like you know, just catching the fish and not like destroying the game.
3: Everywhere he went, they're like catch the fish, catch the fish. He goes to the, the bait store that he normally goes to and. He's like, "Where are we in the world? Where where is Plymouth Island?" And she's like, "Where is he? How, Have a great day. Catch the fish."
1: <laughs> he's basically interrogating NPCs, and they're just like repeating their standard dialogue. They're like, "Nice weather today,
0: huh?" And he's like, he's like, "You're in. You're so stupid. You didn't even, none of you even realize what's happening. I'm the only one getting the real." It's yeah. funny because he actually sounds <laughs> fucking crazy. I'm the only one to figure everything out. I got everything. You guys are so stupid. I, I was like, oh.
3: hoping that it would be some twist like that where I'm like, if this guy was actually acting like this, he people were like, "You actually need to go." S- they, they actually, earlier in the movie, were like, you need help. You need to go see Dr. Bob.
1: Yeah, Dr. Bob. Beca-
3: and like, it would be interesting if this guy actually was losing his mind, but from his perspective, he's like, we're all in a game.
0: I knew it wasn't yeah. because he wouldn't think of a fucking video game. Like, he doesn't seem like a clever guy who plays video games <laughs> <stuff. laughs> ever. Yeah. yeah, where he's like, yeah. we're all in a game. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, in the real world, uh, the Anne Hathaway, presumably, and her boyfriend, and her husband, are screaming it again, and he, the kid, pulls out of his drawer the hunting knife his dad gave him. So, and Hathaway actually runs into her husband in the bath. This is the scene from the trailer where he's like laying in front of the bathtub and there's blood everywhere. Yeah, he's back in video game land. Yeah, back in video game land. And um, Anne Hathaway finds him there. And some uh, Duke had paid some Argentinians to break his hands. So he couldn't go on the fishing trip so that Matthew McConaughey couldn't kill him. So he's like, see, I saved you. You told me to... This is something we didn't bring up earlier. He's like, I to- you told me to save you from temptation. Mm-hmm. And I saved you from temptation by taking this out of your hands now. You can't kill this guy because he won't come on the fishing trip with you.
0: This is not a cheat, by the way, because uh, you see the blood all over the bed the next day and halfway. So was sleeping while they're being the shadow of her <laughs> husband.
3: Again, makes sense in a game world, I guess, right? It
1: yeah, says, well, right, her listen. code says she can't wake up while her husband's being beaten to
5: death. Dude, haven't you played Skyrim? You <laughs> can stealth kill anyone.
3: And... Matthew McConaughey is just drunk about this. He's like, "No, oh, I wanted to kill him." He starts yeah. screaming at the sky. And Hathaway's like, "I'm gonna get him to get on this boat." And she's like, "Hey, your hands are broken, but you can still fish, right?" And then the drunk uh, husband is like, "No, I really can't. I'm like really fucked up." And she's like, "No, no, come on. You, you're, you're so strong, Big <laughs> Daddy. Big Daddy, choke me, choke me. Look with those strong." And so his hands, his hands are yeah. broken right now. And choke she's like Daddy. taking his broken hands and putting them around her neck, and she's like, Ch- "Choke me, Big Daddy. See how strong you are." He's like. Uh, yeah, I, I I am. I am pretty strong. <laughs> and uh he she convinces him like well she also gets him really drunk and drugs him Fuck and it. is like <laughs>
2: hammered out of uh, his Yeah, mind. I, I'd
3: say convinces him. She doesn't really convince yeah. him. She just kind of, like, but, gets him really fucked but up. But that
1: choking scene was just, like, I, I can see it in, like, a really dark movie. In a movie about, like, trying to save your son from an abusive stepdad, it's just so bizarre to have a scene yeah. in which an abused woman needs to convince a man to imagine the fishing rod is her neck so that he can, like, go and fish to get killed. Yeah,
2: yeah, that, that, was, that was weird for me. Like, like it, I, I like the scene, but it becomes so bizarre in the context that this is a children's video game. Remember, the son is playing the dad. Uh, fucking prostituting himself. For yeah, money. Like, like, like the kid's programming all of this, which is where it gets like like it it, it no, gets so bizarre. My, my
0: favorite one
1: is that he pro he he programs the dad and the mom having sex, but the dad like finishing first, not <laughs> finishing and leaving the mom. I'm like, what a weird thing to include in your game. Like, then they have sex, but dad leaves in the middle of. It, I, like actually, it's kind
0: of realistic. A teenage boy would program people having sex, and you would assume. Winning is being first. Winning <laughs> maybe. Except. Yeah, maybe.
4: Like, it kind of makes sense. Like, even the bad writing kind of makes sense if you look at it from, like, it's this kid who's, like, no. in this traumatic situation just making a game who doesn't understand how adults are at all.
3: So, Matthew McConaughey shows up at the boat, and Hathaway's like, I got him, here. Um... Uh, look at him, and he's like, he's so drunk, he can't stand up.
2: He's, he's like, he's like, he's like barely conscious.
3: Yeah, his, his hands are getting are broken. His face is beaten to a pulp, so he's just like, this like, he's like, this
2: is like the easiest
3: assassination game ever. <laughs> this dude's already halfway dead. <laughs> you could teeter
1: over the boat and fall in, <laughs> and he's done.
3: <laughs> so, like, People are watching, um, and then they get him onto the boat. The cat comes to be like, don't, you have to return me to Cat Lady. He's don't he's go on the that, he's boat. doesn't
0: say that, but,
2: like, it's no, the, the cat,
3: yeah, the cat, the cat's obviously like, your quest is to bring me back yeah. and bone Constance.
2: And no boning today.
3: Matthew McConaughey's like, see you later, cat. <laughs> and
2: while
1: watching uh, this, I was just like, is every, like, quest line end, or does it have, like, sex in it? Because I kept thinking, it's like, he's gotta have sex with Glasses Guy at some point. Like, at the end of my quest line, you bone me. <laughs>
3: he's a horny teenager making this game, okay? <laughs> It's like one of those like sex games on those websites. It's it's like, play this Would game you and you...
1: do this. Would you do this with your dad? Would you be like, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's so hot watching my dad have sex with other women? <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, so he gets a. He... He gets on the boat and he's like, "I'm gonna kill, um, I'm gonna kill him. I'm ready to do it." And then all of a sudden, who comes out of the back? It's Constance's son. It's like, "Hey guys, I stowed away on the boat because I wanted to help you catch the big tuna." And, and Matthew Gohan is like, "Oh no!" And Anne Hathaway starts freaking out and calling him John. And then the drunk, uh, the drunk uh, husband is like, "Why do you keep calling him John? He's Bakerdale." <laughs> and then th- th- it seems like everything's gonna unravel here because I, I
1: thought the son was here. Like I thought this was like a. a- the climax of the movie was a moral question of whether or not it would be, like, permissible or okay to murder your son's abusive stepfather. Because that's what, like, the the Constance's son is a surrogate for um, Baker Dill's own son. And so he was there to witness the act and to see it. And it, I thought this was, like, the question, like, would you kill if you, like, if Baker Dill was alive in the real world, would he kill the stepfather in front of the son? I thought that's what it was like. Because it's I, just like with – um, what's his name? Duke bringing up all these moments about like you need to not do this. There's a right and there's a wrong. You need to avoid temptation. Like I thought there would be like some kind of like consequence if Baker Dill was going to go and murder Frank. There
3: are there are a lot of things in this movie that I kept trying to really dig deep on the analysis of. Like where I'm like, oh, the cat must represent this and that. And mm-hmm. then every time it's just like this is just the video. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and,
0: and I wanted to – to, to Daryl's point. That's why I consider this a bad movie overall, because there really is no moral lesson there at
1: all. No, there's a moral lesson. It says, kill your fucking
0: (laughs) stepdad. Yeah,
3: Yeah, so literally what happens is, while the kid's there, they're like, what do we do? And Hathaway's freaking out. Matthew McConaughey's freaking out. And uh, then the tuna shows up. Justice finally shows up. And he's like like hooks it and he's like hey frank you can do it and he knew that justice would take him out because justice is so strong and he's like you're such a big strong man and you get hooked into like a belt with this fishing rod it's not like you're holding it you do
2: the the, uh part of sport fishing is it like because the fish is usually so heavy you usually typically you they they hook it they hook the rod into you and then you're usually hooked into a chair so uh
3: He's like, the husband, the Frank is starting to struggle with justice now as he's not in the chair getting pulled ahead. And in real life, the kid walks out of the room with his knife and (laughs) kills the stepdad as the, as, Frank on the boat gets pulled into the ocean and Justice yeah. brings him to the bottom of the ocean in front of everyone.
1: <laughs> I thought this was pretty crazy because I thought, like, the, the moral question was whether or not, like, Baker Dill would kill the stepdad to save his son. But it's like, no, it's more about, like, if Baker Dill kills the stepdad, the son's like, well, I'm going to go knife my dad because that's what my real dad But I thought that was me. the whole
4: point. Like, because the game, which the son made, ended up killing the dad in the game, it made it so that he could kill his dad in real or his stepdad in real life.
2: It was a weird metaphor for I think him trying to find the courage to to kill to kill the stepdad.
3: Anyway, uh, they the, you hear a news report now, and they're like a computer genius, thirteen year old, had a construction worker, Frank, for a dad who he ended up killing, uh, but he's not going to be charged because he's the dad was abusive and he's in a mental hospital now. And Matthew McConaughey like calls his son. This in son the calls game. him.
0: So, so, so is the game is, is still a game. He's in the game, and while while the son's in the hospital, he psychically contacts McConaughey in the game through a phone call, and they talk like psychically. Well, like, this
3: <laughs> is when I, actually for a bit of this movie, I was kind of on where like how Krista and Kevin were saying about like purgatory and stuff. I assumed there was a spiritual element to this, where like he's not he's not just an AI. He it is the dad's spirit in some way talking to his son. Like yeah, he's. He, He's in the game. He's in the game, but like he obviously has memories of his of his life. Dying in Iraq. This this kid did not program the exact death of you know his dad in Iraq. He knows he died, but like he wouldn't be like my arm got blown off or whatever. But like Baker Dill remembered that, so I assume like his his soul or spirit in some way was linked to this AI. And character. they
0: and they say something like, no matter where we are, we'll find other one day. Like somehow, like somehow in the ether, the sun. Reaches his dad through this AI character created. The
1: son also says, "I'm changing the rules," which is what allows him to do it. Because he's like, "Now you're real," and then they get to meet up and hang
3: out, and they hug, and that's how the movie ends.
0: And it's a happy ending. He <laughs> kills his stepdad. Yeah. Well,
3: he he like the kid. The kid runs into the game, and like now he's a character in the game or something. Yeah. He's,
1: or, or he's with his dad now. Yeah. It's all happy. They're yeah. in a good place.
0: Yeah. So the moral of both the. the the twist in both films we cover so far is <laughs> whether or not uh, a genius kid should kill uh, evil stepdad. That's See, a- it's like, this is why I wanted to ask you, like, do you, like, do you do you need help? Do you
1: want us to... No! <laughs> no you, you, it's been two movies of, like, abusive stepdads have to die. And so... What do you guys think? Is this a good plan? Like, yeah, what do
3: you guys think like, about it? You keep showing us <laughs> movies like this over and over. And you, like, literally get, like, a committee to be like, so, is this a moral thing to do? Yeah, yeah it's, I, was, I was like, oh,
1: it's good, it's good moral, right? we moral, guys. <laughs> this podcast has a twist. You're trying to get us to kill your stepdad. <laughs>
0: All right, so... Uh, final thoughts uh, before we get to uh, who "quote unquote" won this uh, game. <laughs> Obviously,
1: <blend>. Bakerdale won. <laughs> all
0: right, so Kevin, well, uh, I, I assume you—I'm you didn't like this movie. Oh but Like, God. any other final
5: thoughts? This movie was dreadful because, <laughs> like, when you have a reveal and no one cares, it's like, woof, boy, you—you you missed the boat on that one. And they had like another one, and then like the thing that really got me was that all of these points had no point, as in like okay cool like the um they were gonna like stop him from dying the first time It's like that might be something oh no that resolved to be nothing okay well how about um oh uh the the first bait guy he somehow found he said i think he said like i found argentinians to break his like hands i was like whoa what (laughs) um so he like just hired some dudes to break his hands like oh that probably means like means literally nothing uh the kid shows up nothing like Everything they bought up was like, here's just a thing to have suspense or something. Like Matthew McConaughey ran off to the beach and was just drinking with um, glasses guy. So they're not going to kill the What about Dr.
1: Bob? When the the bar owner kept telling him, it's like, you need to meet with Dr. Bob. And then Makani's like, how many drinks does Dr. Bob have? And he's like, that's irrelevant. You should go talk to this man. I was waiting for the Dr. Bob reveal. Like, is this going to be like the kid's therapist or something? I was also waiting for Dr. Bob to
5: be a character in this. (laughs) He also, oh, by the way, going with my first theory there was that he sat in Old Man Al's seat. Like he, when he was uh, going back to the bar for the last time. Dill did. Oh, yeah. yeah, Baker Dill oh. sat. He's like, you can't sit there. That's Old Al's seat. He's like, good. And I was like, good. He becomes him because, like, <laughs> if they you could right there go like...
1: write an online article about like the actual twist of this movie, you're like, you guys got it
5: wrong. And it's about
3: him being Old Al. <laughs> That's I'm gonna do it. You can't wait.
1: Squall is dead.
0: <laughs> uh, Chris, any final thoughts?
4: Yeah. So I mean, honestly, the whole movie was a mess. But then the last part where he was, where the son was in the mental hospital and like was talking to his dad in the game world, that's when I realized that the game wasn't real. It was all in his head anyways, which is why whenever we saw him cut back to the game on the computer, it was that lo-fi like hook. Oh, that makes more sense. But like, that's why he could go there because now he's totally broken because he's finally killed his stepdad. And, oh, that
0: makes perfect sense. Yeah, that no sense <laughs> the actual movie.
4: yeah so that's yeah. that that was my takeaway. And I actually did, I felt bad because like in that moment I was like, This is so sad. Like this son was just like living in this video game world and he can't let go of it now that his stepdad's gone, so now he's just gonna lose his mind and be in there forever he's just
2: gonna live in his head canon for this fishing simulator he made and
4: chris
5: did up a good point that like the whole thing was like in the game in the game like he's saying i'm using this game this magical world i made in my head as a crutch to not kill my stepdad mm-hmm. so that when like those thoughts start getting into his magical world then he's like i literally can't not i just have to yeah. fully either fully go into my magical world or kill him and he ended up killing him and then going fully into the natural world, yeah. which again, to me means the whole thing made no sense. It may no,
4: no, Which point. is also why like the game was like that last ditch effort to not kill the dad, because the whole, pro- the whole thing with the game was to not kill his stepdad.
0: Yeah. That, makes more, that sounds way better than what we got. Um, yeah. <laughs> Krista got that I big got it.
4: I, I felt like I got it. I mean, it doesn't she fix won. the writing. I didn't know if I wanted to get it, but I got it. All right,
0: so new category for best analysis. I'm going to have a bunch of new categories for winners. So yeah. best analysis goes to Krista. Yeah! Unless uh, <laughs> uh, Phil uh, or anyone else have any other great final thoughts.
3: I, I actually kind of like this movie overall like i have to say <laughs> like, i do too i I, I, kinda like this I, movie. I thought it was pretty interesting like christy was asking me earlier like was it a good movie and i was like it's really interesting and like she's like is it good i'm like it's not good <laughs> we know where the 20
1: percent is... on rotten tomatoes came from
3: yeah i would be like this is a f- above 50 movie for me where i'm like <laughs> it, it definitely it puts a lot of like s- like seemingly symbolic thematic stuff that i really was trying to dig into that didn't have actual payoff like you guys are saying. Like with the cat and Dr. Bob and all this stuff. But overall, for the most of the movie, I was like pretty intrigued to see what happened. Um, did the payoff really warrant it? No. But it was like, it, it was interesting enough that I wasn't like, oh, this is really dumb. I was like, this is just kind of dumb, but kind of interesting. And I thought the acting was pretty good. Uh, I got to see, you know, I think Connie naked and mostly, and Hathaway kind of naked. So I'm like, this is a pretty good movie. little butt.
0: Uh, Daryl? It's a fucking movie. <laughs> This
1: is it's one of those where like as soon as they turn it into a game I'm just like you can't do like game or like AI stuff unless you're going to be very rigid I feel with it cuz otherwise you're just using it for like like if it's another dimension or a limbo or something it feels like it makes more sense as soon as yeah. it becomes game I'm just like I'm just picturing the director being like what if a kid got lost in a game but like he was playing it to to connect with his real dad while being abused by a stepdad and that's all I could think of while watching it's like I think anyone watching this movie came up with a better movie in their head as it was going along before the movie ended.
0: Uh, Joe, what are your final thoughts?
2: Uh this was a really middle of the road movie for me. Um, I I probably liked it less as it went on, or I took it less seriously as it went on. So, yes. yep. Like I I don't have like really any strong feelings about it either way. To be honest with you, um, I thought the acting performances were like pretty good. Um, I, I liked Frank's performance. Um, like it had a, like an, had a lot of really good acting roles, but as soon as like the the video game twist came out, I was just like, "This is way too cartoony of a twist for a movie tackling this serious content."
1: Yes, yeah.
2: Which, I, I mean, in hindsight, I don't know if I should think that way because, like, you know, like I, I as someone who actually loves video games as a medium, like, you know, like I think you can like tackle a lot of like really serious content in them, but like the way it was handled, like yeah, just not like, felt not like this. Yeah, it just it was it was just it was too bizarre for the way everything had been set up.
0: Yeah, uh my yeah. my final thoughts is I kinda like this movie, but I've kind of feel I feel like it's a first draft, like two different ideas put together. Uh what if AI was real? It feels like they're going to make a movie like what uh what Kevin suggested were in Purgatory and whatever. But they're like that's too obvious. Let's make it a video game, and they never connect the dots after the initial like thought. Like,
1: or there's a whole bunch of like the plot threads that kind of just go nowhere. It's weird too that the last scene of Duke is him saying, "Creator, please deliver, like, or like save our Garden of Eden." He's asking like the kid to preserve this video game world in its purity, and fucking no, he kills the man
5: and changes everything.
2: Saving nothing.
5: Yeah, Chris yeah. actually uh, came up with a good thing too because she was like, "This would have been great as a short story." And like, if yeah. this if... with just
4: that last bit where it's like this kid who like the actual main the main plot, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, it... seemed like they had that. They went to someone. They were like, "I have this idea. I have this kid who's getting abused, who wants to kill his stepdad, can't kill his stepdad, uh, so he's just going to make this game, and then at the end, and then." They were like, yeah, this is a great idea. And then he kind of like wrote the rest of it and was like, I don't know, it kind of works. Let's just go with it. It's fine. It's fine. It'll work. Let's just get Matthew McConaughey and it'll be great. I
1: think the thing is like as a movie, the twist of like, oh my God, you're in a game the whole time is a decent twist. It's just like framing this movie around it. Doesn't make you feel like wow. It also happened way
4: too early. Like there was still so much of the movie left. (laughs) We're just running around yelling at NPCs. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know we're in a game?
0: (laughs) So uh, before we wrap up, let's just go over who got the closest uh, uh, in terms of guessing. Mm -hmm. So Daryl, when we uh, your early guess was this was a romance comedy. It was not (laughs) at all. Uh, Then we saw the poster. You guessed it was about two people being trapped. Battle Royale, Game of Death, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would've been better than what we got. It would make more sense as a video game kind of twist movie. Yeah. um uh, uh, Then you, when you saw the trailer, you thought maybe it's a boy movie about actual fishing. It was not. <laughs> but you were right that this movie with uh you said it was too many twists and logic flies out of window. Yeah. There was only one big twist, but logic does fly out of window <laughs> when that twist comes in. Uh, so, uh, so you guessed that, um, uh, Matt or Matthew McConnell female Anne and half would be naked. You were right yes. about that. <laughs> uh,
3: that's why I like this movie so
0: much. <laughs> well, you on based on the post, So you guessed it was, it's a peaceful Island as long as you follow the rules, which is basically kind of true. It's a paradise. Except for Duke's bad. wife. Uh, Krista, I'll give points because before we even saw anything, you guessed uh, the, the title makes you think of a large body of calm water. That's which true. Is, which is very accurate for an early <laughs> known information guest. Uh, you guessed, based on the trailer, that Anne Halfway kills her husband on the island, but the island never existed. Nothing existed. She just imagine killing her husband Not like too that. far off. That, yeah. Which is not... It's parallel yeah. to what's happening.
3: It's truth of Jason. Oh.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, I made a new character for Krista, uh, best analysis. Uh, Joe gets an award for funniest guess where he guessed that it's <laughs> Anne Halfway and... F. of had a co-joint twins battling Matt Damon and Emma Stone. Oh, yeah. They were not... That one really virus. went out the
2: window <laughs> once I saw the trailer. I gotta be honest with you. I, I, got, I got a lot less confident in that one once we saw the trailer.
3: <laughs> it really... It is though like, such a good like observation that they really are linked if you really put the picture together.
0: Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, the best guesser of, like the first time it's Kevin. Uh, he guessed... It was Purgatory right away. Purgatory Matt's tempted the wrong thing by some higher power, which is his son. And but he didn't guess it was a video game, but it was basically like they're trying to not make him Kevin's guess that he made it into a video game at the last second for me. That I'm willing to give it to Kevin that he basically guessed it right. <laughs> yeah,
2: they I I listen, I got the, the shark, I mean.
0: No shark. The shark got caught. That's all that happened.
1: The tuna. The tuna. <laughs> The, the tuna's different. The tuna did get him. Tuna, tuna did the murder. The tuna is justice. Oh, and the boat was Serenity, in case no one knew.
3: <laughs> the ship. Oh, yeah, the, the ship, just like the Firefly. So uh, again, it's like Firefly. The ship is named Serenity. Yeah, just like it.
0: Alright, so uh hope you guys have fun of this uh, nonsense we just watched and talked about. Uh thank you all for being here. I've been your host, Sly, and always remember to never judge a movie by its cover because you get shit like this.
4: Deliver me from temptation.
0: Are you going to take him out?
4: You're not right in your mind. My wife says you're being a little difficult. There's something
0: wrong. You tell me
4: what <laughs> this is all about?